in your face. Absolutely delighted to have Thomas Jaspers on the line. His show, Fountain Lakes in Lockdown, a drag parody, is happening for midsummer. Thomas, welcome to In Your Face. Hi, thanks so much for having me on. It's so exciting. Um, obviously, it's a take on Kath and Kim, but you've got a great cast yourself, of course. And, uh, yeah, it's really great. Tell us all about thanks it. Thanks so much. That's so kind of you. Yeah, it is an amazing cast. Um, we've got, uh, yeah, myself playing uh, Kimmy, which, as you mentioned, is inspired by and a parody of uh, a, a well-known character you might know from TV. Um, and, of course, Art Simone playing uh, Kath. Uh, which is just, she's, you know, we saw her do it on Drag Race and uh, she's very good at it. Um, and then uh, Lisa Mann uh, playing Sharon as well, which was, you know, just uh, a treat to watch. And um, the amazing Scott Brennan uh, is playing basically all of the male characters. And you're playing multiple characters, like you're not just sticking to the one. Yeah, that's right. Like the, like the original show, we're playing a few different characters. Um, uh, so it was, it was very t- tricky to write, I guess, um, Having uh, making sure there's enough uh, time for people to get off and uh, change costumes and characters and all that sort of thing, but it's um, come together really well and it's a bit of a, a, a real treat, I think, for the audience. It must be a real treat for you having written it, you're producing it, and you're acting in it. That's a lot of yeah. balls to juggle. <laughs> it is. It is. Um, uh, I, I originally had written it um, with the hope that Carl Manal, uh, the fabulous comedian who I've performed a lot with, would be able to play Kim. I wasn't going to put myself in it. Um, but then Kyle got another engagement um, before we locked this one in. And so I thought, well, I'll put myself in it. Um, and I'm glad I did. It's been a lot of fun and, um, you know, learning so much. There's a, a real pool of um, different talents in the cast. You know, we've got, you know, art amazing uh, drag history which I don't have a huge amount of but then Art hasn't done a lot of um, you know traditional theatre shows which Scott and I have a bit more experience in so everyone's really learning a lot from each other um, uh, in a real collaboration of different styles Wow so you almost didn't play Kim No yeah absolutely yeah I was going to be um, just directing and producing as if that's not enough Um, but yeah no it's been great I'm learning a lot it's amazing that you say that because, I mean, you kind of, you know, have made it a bit of a signature role for yourself, you know, with the promotions and everything. And you see it and you think that was just meant to be. So it's really surprising <laughs> to hear that it almost didn't happen. Yeah, thank you. Um, yes, well, apparently I, I, I look a bit like Kim once I'm in drag, it, it turns out. Um, and, of course, uh, yeah, Kim has one of the main storylines in, in the show as well. The show is... Um, you know, set in lockdown, uh, which is a bit different from the original. So um, several years have passed since, since the TV show finished and uh, uh, they're now stuck in, in Kat's house in her good room um, and it's set towards the end of lockdown. So they're all a little bit sick of each other and all getting a little bit um, stir-crazy. Did you write it during lockdown? I did. I started writing it sort of as a bit of a joke. I, as a lot of us were doing, I, I was watching a lot of television in the lockdown and, um, you know, started imagining what would these characters do if they were in my situation? Um, and uh, I just had this image of, of Prue and Trude uh, joining QAnon. Um, and I just thought that was such a funny idea. So I wrote it as a, like a, a scene and sent it to some friends as a joke and then started writing more and more scenes and sending it around to, to friends as a, sort of a bit of a running joke. And then um, put it down and didn't think about it for a while. And then, uh, yeah, about a year ago, a friend uh, I was showing a friend and they said, you know, you really should should stage this so I workshop it for a while with the cast and um, here we are now with this really bizarre concept but very 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 funny show wow so Kath and Kim kind of turned to MAGA 
Yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Amazing. Uh, well, through, through Kath, Kath and Kim aren't, aren't, um, aren't going down the, the QAnon road, but um, Prue and True definitely are. So you've got a real kind of knack for kind of being a bit of a chameleon. I mean, you do Granny Bingo. That's one of your characters. Um, but not just being a chameleon, also, you know, a diverse one. Um, how'd you get to be like that? Oh, that's really kind. Um, I guess well, I started out doing, um, well, I started a long time ago as an actor, but really didn't enjoy that. So I started doing um, comedy uh, many years ago, stand-up comedy. Um, Nate, the amazing Nate Volvo encouraged me to get into it. And I was really enjoying that, but um, started doing the, the character stuff more as like a side for the late night, just for a bit of fun thing. And, and the character um, comedy started taking off and getting... Uh, a lot more gigs, and so um, yeah, Granny Bingo, uh, which is a monthly show that we've been running for uh, ten years this year, um, uh, has sort of become a bit of a cult classic in Melbourne, um, and really taken off. So yeah, I really started learning a lot about character comedy through doing that and performing with the likes of Scott Brennan in Granny Bingo, who's also in this show, and Kyle Monal and um, various other people too. Do you must be so busy at the moment, and it's only going to get busier during midsummer because you've got Granny yeah. Bingo, you're doing yep. trivia at DT, you do that every yep. week, uh, you're yep. doing this show, Fountain Lakes in Lockdown, and then when yep. that finishes, you're segueing into Thomas Jasper's is Revolting at the Comedy That's Republic right. in Burke Street in Feb. Yeah, look, it's a busy, a busy time, comedy festival, um, but very excited uh, to, to be getting the gigs. Um, yeah, Thomas Jasper's is revolting as a fun show. I actually wrote it a few years ago to do at Midsummer Festival in January of 2020, uh, and it went very well and was very well reviewed and uh, sold out, and was about to tour around the country. Um, but of course, we all know what happened, uh, you know, in March of 2020, and uh, that tour didn't happen. So, I've um, Updated the show a little bit and uh, added a little, few little bits in, but it's still got the core, you know, essence of what it was a few years ago. Um, so I'm very excited to be bringing it back and showing people again. And I mean, with these two big shows, you know, basically happening, you know, one after the other, is that the position that you kind of, you know, really want to be in? I mean, you must, as a performer, want to have, you know, two really great shows as part of Midsummer. You must feel kind of like you've really hit your straps and things are thriving after that lockdown. Yeah, that's a really nice way of putting it. Yeah, absolutely. And I guess there's something really nice about doing two really different shows. Thomas Jasper's is revolting. It's a, is a one-man um, stand-up show of me talking about myself and my, you know, real true experiences. Um, whereas Fountain Lakes in Lockdown is is drag and it's character work and it's a bit more, um, uh, you know, over-the-top characterization. So it's two polar opposites. You, you couldn't get um, more different. Um, so it's really nice, you know, if I'm, I'm sort of feeling a bit bogged down in one of the, the shows, I can go and work on one of the other ones for a little while and, and um, sort of refresh my mind a bit. Fountain Legs in Lockdown is happening at the Alex Theatre in St Kilda. That's a great venue. Oh, it's beautiful. Absolutely stunning, yeah. Now, I've got to ask you, of course, you were part of the fabulously successful podcast, The Gays Are Revolting, that Lit Media, oh, yeah. Dan from Lit Media was like the brainchild of that, putting yes. all that together, um, yes, cast you that. with uh, Luke and also Kyle and Mikey, it was fabulously yep. successful, you won the Australian Podcast Award, do you still talk to the guys? 
We do, yeah. We have a chat group chat that's going off constantly. Um, and every every week or so, it's like, oh, should we bring the podcast back? But then someone's overseas or someone's doing some project or something like that. Um, so I'm sure at some point we'll do something together again. But we're definitely all, all chatting a lot and uh, uh, staying in touch, absolutely. Wow, so you are talking about getting back together. Constantly, constantly. It's just we just need us all to have a bit more of a boring life so we can uh, actually sit in the room together. But that must be nice because you're obviously all in demand and you're all thriving. What are the others doing? Uh, so Luke's um, uh, doing really well in his day job. I know that's um, uh, uh, getting a lot more intense. Mike has been travelling a lot. He started travelling about halfway through the podcast. Um, and uh, is really enjoying that with his beautiful partner. And um, uh, Kyle and his partner have just bought their house and uh, getting quite serious as well. Um, and I keep reminding him that if anything was to happen, I have just become a registered marriage celebrant and uh, encouraging them to, to go down that path. <laughs> wow, that's exciting. So what's going to happen for you after, after you know all of these shows finish? Yeah. Um, what are you going to do after Thomas Jaspers is revolting? I know you'll still be at DTs. You'll still be doing Granny yeah. Bingo. But is there anything else in the pipeline? Yeah, I'm going to sleep for about a week yeah. after that one finishes, I think. Um, but we're already talking to a few venues around the country about that next in lockdown um, going on tour. So hopefully um, we'll have some exciting news about that in the next couple of weeks. And, uh, yeah, we'll be packing our wigs up and uh, hitting the road. Oh, wow. So you're going to take it on tour around the country. Do tell more. Yeah. Well, look, nothing's locked in at the moment, so I, I can't say exactly where yet. But we're very much hoping to do a bit of a tour up the East Coast um, later this year, and then perhaps uh, pop into Adelaide uh, for Fringe next year. I mean, Kath and Kim's got a bit of a cult following in the UK. Any chance of taking your show OS? I would love to take. I mean, we were talking about Edinburgh Fringe. I think it would do a lot. You know, Australian acts do really well um, at Edinburgh. I think they really get our sense of humour over there. Um, and so we've definitely been talking about a, a little trip to Edinburgh, but there's a, a, a lot more logistical. Um, uh, and financial um, things to consider before we, we lock that one in. But, um, yes, we're very hopeful that we might make it over there. And a real coup that you've got out Simone in Fountain Lakes in yeah. the lockdown. Tell us about that backstory to how to how they got involved. Yeah, sure. Well, I've known Art, oh, gosh, as, as long as I've been going out clubbing, or probably as long as Art's been going out clubbing because she's a bit younger than me. Um, I've always been a, a huge fan of hers, and, and um, I think she's always been a fan of mine. She's definitely been to quite a few of my shows. Um, so we've often talked about doing something together, but of course, with our different styles of, of performance, no, no opportunity has really presented itself. Um, so when Art did, um, did uh, Cat Day Night on um, RuPaul's Drag Race on season one of um, RuPaul's Drag Race Down Under, um, that was sort of burnt into my brain because she did such a, a great job of it. And um, so when I started writing this, she was the first person I thought of for the role um, because, you know, I just instantly associate her with, with Cat Day Night and she's got the voice down pat. Um, and so I, I sort of, when I picked the script back up again um, about a year ago and started looking at it again, I sort of floated the idea with Art. And she said, oh, my God, absolutely, do not talk to anyone else without locking me in first. Um, so, yeah, from, from, from the very get-go, she's, she's who I had in mind. And I was um, very grateful that she was uh, as keen to jump on board as I'd hoped she'd be. So what have rehearsals been like? 
A lot of fun. There's been a lot of laughing. Um, like I said, we've been learning a lot. I'm not a dancer myself. And there are a few dance numbers in the show. The amazing uh, Jemima Handful, who's uh, an incredible drag queen and choreographer, has been um, teaching us some dance moves. So there's been a few uh, learning learning curves for Scott Brennan and I in the dance parts of the show. Uh, but we've got it all down pat now. And uh, Art and Lisa have been very helpful in, in helping to teach us that as well. But yes, lots of laughter, lots of fun, lots of gas bagging and gossiping and all that sort of stuff. Um, but uh, yeah, it's really come together quite beautifully. So are you surprised how well you dance? Because I imagine you've got it down pat. <laughs> uh no, I'm quite the opposite, actually. When I was a kid, I did dancing lessons for quite quite a few years, and I think I thought it would just come back to me naturally. It's, you know, been 18 years or something like that since I've had a dance class, and it's not. I can tell you, it's absolutely not like riding a bicycle. I really have had to focus, study, and I think my partner uh, is very sick of hearing the four songs that appear in the show because they've been playing nonstop at our house while I'm making breakfast and trying to remember each move. And before we go to bed, I do it again. Um, so, yeah, not not as smooth as I would have liked for that part, but now that I've got it sorted, I'm good at it. Oh, that's so cute. So the dancing practice is like your bedtime routine. Yeah, because I, I always think to myself, well, if I do it just before my, I go to bed, then maybe like I'll sort of, it'll seep in in my brain or something <laughs> like that. Um, I think my partner now knows the, the moves as well. I think my dog now knows the moves. I've done it so many times. Yeah. Well, it's a lot of fun. Fountain Lakes in lockdown. It's happening at the Alex Theatre in St Kilda. It runs from the 23rd of January to the 28th. And then in February, you're doing Thomas Jasper's Is Revolting at Comedy Republic in Burke Street, February 9 to 10. Thomas Jasper's, great to chat with you on 3CR. Thanks so much for having me on. See you soon. 3CR.